Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday, July 17th. Let's jump into the top stories from over the weekend. College AD reports Old Dominion AD Selig had his contract extended through early June of 2028, with increased yearly base pay, to $385,000 and supplemental comp of $165,000 annually. Competitive, academic and compliance bonus opportunities range from $10,000 to $25,000 per occurrence. ODU can dismiss CELIG without cause by providing a one-year notice, which would include CELIG being owed all base salary over the term. If CELIG chooses to exit for another Division I big chair, he must give 30 days, plus scheduled home and home contests for football, within six years, men's basketball and women's basketball, both within two years. Mountain West CEOs, minus San Diego State President Adela De La Torre, will meet tomorrow to decide how to proceed with the Aztecs, per the San Diego Union-Tribune's Mark Ziegler. Interestingly, after releasing the first four letters between the institution and the league, SDSU has denied open record requests for three subsequent letters citing exemptions. Ziegler goes on to outline a handful of potential outcomes with the most likely, the Mountain West agrees that SDSU did not provide formal notice of departure or, if it did, rescinded it before the June 30th deadline, after which the $17 million exit fee would double. SDSU gets its $6.6 million check for 2022-23, and the two sides link arms, sing each other's praises and move on. It effectively would bind SDSU to the Mountain West for two more years, since athletic director John David Wicker has repeatedly said the university cannot afford to pay the doubled exit fee for leaving with less than one year's notice. Instead of joining the Pac-12 in the 2024-25 academic year, assuming they get an invitation, the Aztecs would give one-year notice of resignation by June 30, 2024, remain in the Mountain West for 2024-25 and leave in 2025-26. Boise State AD Jeremiah Dickey on the Broncos' future conference potential, what I will tell you is there is still a lot of politicking going on and don't believe everything you read. I know what we represent. I know what our brand is. And I know who we are. The people who need to know that, know it. And, you know, there's only so much we can control in this process. Our viewership numbers are top in the conference, our success is top in the conference. Our brand is top in the conference. Now, whether or not that's important to X, Y or Z conference, that is not for me to determine. I'm not going to apologize for who we are. I'm proud of who we are. I'm proud of where we've come from. To be the big fish in the small pond? I'm not trying to sugarcoat it, but absolutely, there's a positive to that. I see opportunity in everything. I look at what we're doing, what we represent, our consistency over the course of time and currently how we're reinvesting in building up our programs to a much higher level. Do I see opportunity in that? 1000%. We are preparing for that success when it happens. A quartet of Chicago Tribune journalists write on what the last week means for Northwestern long term. Faculty Senate President CeCe Rogers stating, I'd like to think this will not hurt our academics' reputation. But it's concerning. The question it could raise in prospective students' parents' minds is, does this university respond adequately to concerns or allegations that impact the safety of my child, not just the athletic students, but all students? Public relations and crisis management expert Michael Citrick tells the Tribune it would be beneficial if NU President Michael Schill would explain in detail why he changed his mind on disciplinary measures for former football head, coach Pat Fitzgerald. 
More from Rogers, we need to work on getting the athletics department closer in alignment, and not just at the highest level. Santa Clara AD Renee Baumgartner caught up with athletic directors Ty Brown at last month's NACTA convention to talk about cultivating curiosity, reflections on culture and more. Baumgartner on being a part of the competition oversight committee, we put together a whiteboard of what was important and wheeled it into the council and I think we got everyone's attention that we need to invest more resources in championships. Expand brackets. Beach volleyball is one that has grown. Being able to seed maybe not just 25%, but 50% or 75%. So you're not seeded by your region by geography, but being seeded in the proper national slot is important if you're trying to win a national championship. Tennessee law prohibits the NCAA from imposing such a sanction as a postseason ban, and I will not hesitate to vindicate the rights of UT students to enjoy the full measure of their intercollegiate athletic opportunities. NCAA rules cannot supersede Tennessee law. That was Tennessee Attorney General Jonathan in a letter to the NCAA back in March promising a legal battle. If Tennessee was given a postseason ban as part of the recent penalties for football's improprieties. More from the Knoxville News Sentinel's Adam Sparks, Scrimetti, a conservative, has built a reputation for fighting against the federal government. It made him a popular pick among Republican lawmakers in Tennessee, the only state where the attorney general is appointed by the Supreme Court. Substitute the NCAA for the federal government, and it fits the pattern of Scrimetti's past positions. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday, July 17. We'll see you back here this afternoon.